Alrighty, welcome back to the PSP as the Placeable Station Podcast. I'm your host, Coach EPS and Bye Boys, because here is Andrew Reedus, double is. Hello yeah. there. Hello there. <laughs> On uh, episode ninety five. Took us how long to get to episode ninety five? Um about a month, but like, you know, we actually there was actually another PlayStation podcast that's like on a hiatus. Or wait, I actually think ended, so like, you know, it, it, I think it was all fair game in terms of uh, PlayStation edge. Podcasting. It's just this just dry spell for everyone. Yeah. And, yeah. Not dry spell news, though, because like, there was a shit ton of news while we were gone. Yeah, there was. Um, But no, we we just have been gone due to reasons and scheduling and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, really. Well, actually, we have some we have a question about it. Oh, we do. It's, it's a really com- it's a really complex question. This guy Mark guys it says he just says uh, where are you guys? <laughs> we're right here. So basically, we're answering that right now. We're right here. Um, <laughs> we're, right here. we're right here. That's where we're at. Um, no, where we were. Well, as I talked about in the last episode, we did. Um, I mentioned that I got a new job, mm. and the job I work odd hours, um, very odd hours, specifically nighttime. So it's a little harder. To record during the week. Um, yeah, the weekend would have been all fine. And mm-hmm. even weekends are well. I I was working two weekends too. Yeah, so you did work normally. Week. Normally, well, I do work. Yeah, because normally I just work the five days. But I did get opportunity to work overtime weekends, two weeks in a row. So I took that opportunity. So that cut that cut some time too. And then I know you've been busy. Yeah, with with school because. <laughs> I decided to make this semester probably the most annoying semester I had yet in college. But at least on the brighter side of things that, you know, uh, my last semester of college is looking pretty uh, smooth sailing. So it should not be the way it was yes. um, as it was before. Yep. And next semester is looking pretty bright in terms of scheduling. And you are done with classes now. for the summer. Yes, I'm done with classes now. I'm now in the summertime. Really, the only thing that's kind of holding me back from recording is um, moving out of my house, and I'll be out of Wi-Fi soon. So um, I'll try to see how I can get around that. And um, probably for the week that I'll be on the road to drive to San Diego, I'll probably try and see if I can have someone fill in um, for that week. Because um, I would also like something to listen to on the road. <laughs> Like I did a couple of times, and it was quite fascinating. So I'll, I'll try to see who, or maybe you can get somebody. I, I like that one time that you, you found somebody. Yes. Uh, yeah, there was two times where I found somebody mm-hmm. to get on. That was, yeah, uh, and uh, I'll try to see who I can get possibly, or you can find somebody. Because it been, has been a while since we had a guest here. Mm-hmm. And um, it is, we're on episode 95, as we have stated before. Yeah. Uh, Lightning McQueen episode. Yeah. Okay, though. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> I mean, Cars 3 does hit theaters next Cars month. 3 is coming out next month. We're not sponsored or affiliated with Disney Corp or Pixar. And no, we are not. The whole disclaimer thing. It drives into theaters next month. You know, Cars 3 is coming out for Switch. Cars 3 the game. There's a game? Yeah, Cars 3 the game is developed, It's being developed by um, the ooh, Disney ooh, Infinity ooh. guys. Really? Yeah, it comes out next month for all platforms, including the Switch. Oh, shit. You know, like, there's always something um, to note when a game's coming out for Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I remember the first Cars game. I played that on PS2. Because mm-hmm. I, I really liked the movie Cars when I was a kid. And I, I played that game. Plus, it had that licensed soundtrack, you know, with, like, um, 
free ride. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the original version of free ride. It had a licensed soundtrack in there, man. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure it released as a PS2 classic. I remember 100%ing that game. As like, there were a lot of games I just basically 100% on PS2 when I was a kid playing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cars was definitely one of them. Yeah. But um, oh, okay, so it was good that we're getting a full game, not some like VR experience for Car. Oh God! Can you imagine doing the Cars 3 VR experience? You're like experiencing that crash scene in VR. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man, it's like and it's like it's weird because like VR is not recommended for like what kids under twelve or something. No, so they can't even like play so some they, of they these things. They, yeah, they could they couldn't play it, so it's like uh, it's too intense for little kids. It's just too depressing to do the crash machine in VR. So it's like okay, this is the odd thing though. Like these kind of like mainline headsets, like the HTC headset, um, Oculus, and PlayStation. Like kids under twelve can't use them, but like. Those standard VR headsets with, like, the one that you plug your phone into is just fine for kids to use, I guess. Yeah, well, well I guess the phone ones aren't as intense, you know, and they don't require right, exactly. as much movement. You know, because yeah. there is a lot of danger hazard of, like, if you give a little kid something where you can, like, walk around in, they might go, they might get a little, they might move around too much and, like, trip on a wire or run into a TV or something, you know. <laughs> so, it's kind of like easing them into gaming with, like, a handheld and a console. Yeah. In that sense, but even though eh, it's still, you know, even safety wise and health wise, it's still, you know, advised that you hold off till then. Yep. That's so. why a lot of these, I wonder if that's why a lot of these like VR games are just rated M just because just to yeah. I mean, it doesn't them, really matter. And like these away. VR experiences, like the ones that are on the PlayStation Store, don't even pretend uh, pertain to kids. Yeah, because like um, what was it? Well, yeah, I could see, yeah, why, why until Don Rush Blood is rated him because there is, it's a bit violent. Um, oh, well, yeah, the pigs, the pigs, you know. Um, but like, I don't think Batman VR really did anything that really justified him rating. I think. Well, it's the same thing with like even the original Arkham Knight. Yeah, but Arkham Knight, even even Arkham Knight, they said really it was only one scene of it. Only one scene in the game really warranted the M rating, and they didn't want to take it out, so it was just kind of like whatever. Um, yeah. And then like playing Arkham VR, I don't. I don't. I don't think anything in it really warranted the M rating, except like maybe, except maybe towards the end. But even then, I don't. I don't think so. It was kind of weird. And then, it was like, probably for the sake that like, oh, we rated Arkham Knight an M. Might as well just rate this one an M too. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like Warner Bros. on that M train now for like Batman the games, train. the M train. Because because uh, uh, you know the Telltale games rated M too. Yes, it is rated M as well. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, it's it's violent, yeah, at times, but like it's dark. I mean, eh, okay, I only played one episode of it. I can't believe I'm okay. That was definitely going to be in the summer. Bit, yeah, it's a bit violent, but like I still don't think it needed to be rated M. Like it doesn't do anything that's like, oh my god, this is like way darker or more intense than anything Batman related before. And it's just like I don't know. We've we've already covered this topic before. Of oh like, yeah, of like yeah. if they're making M rated Batman games, they should really like make it M like. You know, like, get to some really dark, mature themes, but they kind of just lightly... It's like a light M, you know, if that were a thing. Um, because cause the point I was getting out originally, though, with VR was because, like, Farpoint comes out Tuesday, and I was actually surprised that Farpoint is rated M. Oh, like, I didn't think rated? Yeah, Far, Farpoint's rated M. I didn't think it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, like, rated T, because it's, like... Because games do that thing where, like, if you're fighting, like, non-human enemies, it's easier to get T rating. 
you know? <laughs> and, like, you're fighting mostly, like, bug insect things, so you think, oh, T-rated, because they would just, like, explode and, like, you see green slime or something, you know? Um, so it'd be T-rated, like, that's what I figured a lot. Like, um, Horizon, you know, we talked about that, too, a couple of those back, you know, because you're mostly fighting robot enemies, so it's easier to get T-rating because there's less blood and violence, you know, with, with that. Um, mm-hmm. So I was surprised. I was surprised to see the four point got an M rating. And again, it might be fueling a theory that we just came up with that, you know, they're just trying to keep it out of younger kids' hands because they don't want kids under 12 really even using VR. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even really matter to have, like, Disney experiences or anything like that. Yeah. That's cool as that would be. Yeah. Going to a Disney theme park. I remember, uh, what was it, Connect to try to do, like, that Disney uh, virtual experience thing. Yeah. It was like a walkthrough of like the park or something. I think it was like a virtual park though. Virtual it wasn't park. like a, it wasn't even a real park. It didn't hey even look kids, like we're not going to go to Disney this summer. We're just going to pop this thing in your head. You're going to pretend you're at Disney. Yeah, that's one. That's one of the future might hold. <laughs> you're not going to be going to Westworld. You're going to be going to a virtual reality Disney World. Oh, you mean just playing Red Dead Two? Oh. If Rockstar utilizes some VR. Yeah, Red Dead 2 will have a VR mode, and you'll just be trying to relive Westworld. Mm, we're inching ever closer to like my prediction about if uh, you know we see any, if we get an, either another trailer or gameplay of Red Dead by the end of next month, then that game's getting delayed. Yeah, if we don't if we don't hear about Red Dead 2 at E3, then something's up. Well, not E3. Like I'm talking. Well, by the end of June. Like, yeah. maybe Rockstar might present Red Dead 2 at E3. Maybe. But, you know, they do their own thing. Maybe, yeah. Um, they'll have the countdown thing prior for, like, oh, the new trailer or, like, game, gameplay reveal. Yada, yada, yada. I would, um, love, I would love for, like, Red Dead 2 if they, like, steal the tagline. Like, just show Red Dead 2 and then the tagline would be, like, this place shows you who you really are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up steal it from Westworld. That's the tagline for the game. Or at least for Red Dead Online. Show who show your true personality. If it even says that, like, like any, anything just, along those lines, then I'm like, yeah, I'll, they just watch. Be, I'll just like shake my head or put my hand on my face. I'm like, well, you know, you know those guys at Rockstar who are working yeah. on Reddit to watch Westworld. Oh yeah, I'm sure people have seen it, but like, but then again, Reddit Two has been well developed before Westworld. But that's the thing: if you're working on something, you know, mm. like if I was working on Reddit Two, I would totally be watching Westworld just so I can like curse out loud when they like take an idea that, that i'd be working on you know like shit we're working on this right now and they're already doing it here or something you know yeah granted we it's it's hopefully true i mean who, who knows red dead the original one had zombie dlc but like <laughs> oh yeah they're gonna do some out there Westworld crossover dlc for red dead with Two. hbo partnered with hbo partnered with hbo you're gonna have like all the characters from there, you can just keep. You can keep oh god, you can keep killing Teddy. <laughs> oh man, I'll flip my shit if that happens. Like, it, like part of the war, the section of the map is like you know it has stuff missions with the West World and all. That. I would, I would lose it. Go ride the train. Like, go down to the river. Go up <laughs> to the. <laughs> You're gonna follow the path from the show. You're gonna like. I'm gonna map it out. <laughs> oh my god. Well, here's the thing. Hopefully, like the map in Red Dead Two is so big that it's only like you know a portion of the map. Yeah, but then they need to like then you have the guy from Westworld too, like pitch it like he does in the in the show when he's like pitching that like expansion to Westworld. Yeah, the story ideas. Yeah, the story. Like I just love that scene in Westworld. Like he he does it exactly like an E three presentation. Like the way he like describes it. Oh yeah, and stuff. Like it's 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 perfect. Because that's how it would be actually. Yeah. You know, something like that were to exist, which yeah. is crazy. 
Um, oh man, I would still lose it if something along those lines, but um, probably more than likely, I would see Rockstar probably doing expanding more on the zombie theme with um, Red Dead Two. But who knows if they're even going to opt for any sort of uh, single-player content. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a certain other game. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling me. Um, and I had like a friend of mine ask me the other day, kind of going on more Rockstar, about like how um, the timeline of announcements of GTA 5 to GTA 4, the amount of years from like GTA 4 to GTA 5, because the announcement of GTA 5 was in 2011, and mm-hmm. GTA 5 came out to, I mean, GTA 4 came out in 2008. So 2008... Nine to about three years, and it's been more than three years since Grand Theft Auto Five came out. So it's like awkward. It's like, dude, just just stop! Like these people clamoring for Grand Theft Auto Six already. Like, dude, no, Red Dead Two is the priority right now. Yeah, because Rockstar's at the point where they don't. (laughs) You know, because it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Because the more years go by. The more GTA Six, a hypothetical GTA Six, is going to sell. Yeah, because I mean, because the thing about the weird thing about Grand Theft Auto Five is that it basically got a second life too, because like it had that whole year of like dominating sales and stuff on PS3 and 360, and then a year later <laughs> they put it out on PS4 and Xbox One, and it got a whole new life again on PC, PC, yeah, and PC. <laughs> so like the game got a whole new life a year later, a year after launch, they they put out the same game but with just enough new content to get people so excited, and it just got all that. You know, attention again, and everybody was buying it again. It was selling crazy new content, all that online support. It got it gained new life again a year later. Like, how many games can really do that? Like, be a huge success re-releasing the same game like that? You know, within nah. a year. No, not really. And then we also had some people that held out. Actually, well, out some, even though I decided to buy the game either way because it was GTA. That um, people were like, ah, this is like close to like when a PS4 would come out. You know, I wait for GTA Five. Yeah. For like on PS4 and Xbox One, and mm-hmm. you know there's also that factor. And the people that just wanted to simply buy it again online, yeah. And you know you it's... had the character transfer, yeah. which is and which probably already ended, right? There was like that deadline thing for Maybe. transferring character. I think that ended like a couple months ago. <laughs> I think we reported that here. Maybe um, I'm not sure because like I said, I'm not. I've never been too big at Grand Theft Auto. I didn't really play Grand Theft Auto Five, but like my brothers played a lot, and that was one thing I asked them was like because they got Grand Theft Auto Five right when it came out on PS3. And then they ended up getting Grand Theft Auto Five again on uh, PS4 when it came out a year later because they got it for Christmas or something. And I and I always ask them that. I'm like, was it like it was it worth the jump like to play it again on PS4? And they're like, yes. They like they play so much on PS4. They like they said they couldn't go back to the PS3 version. Oh yeah, neither did I. And then like even though I completed the story on PS3, there was like that urge for me to like try and platinum it on PS4, but I I still had never done that due to um, playing online. Um, for a good period of time, like I got all the single player trophies, I just never really bothered getting the rest of the multiplayer ones, and mm-hmm. that's just ugh. should have been a separate list, but, yeah. but you know it wasn't unfortunately. So um, here's hoping for Red Dead to that, depending how the game goes in its model, which I predict is going to be the same way as GTA Five. That you know, Red Dead Online will be it's. It's a separate thing, and then we have the single-player Red Dead, and I would hope maybe they separate the trophy list, but I don't know. Yeah, as much as they treat it as a separate product, you would think it would maybe get its own trophies, but nope. No. It's silly. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that you agree with me now that if we don't see gameplay, gameplay, actual gameplay, running real-time by the end of next month, then this game's not hitting this year. I'm sorry. And 
I'm fine with it. I mean, yes, Red Dead 2 is one of my most anticipated games of the year, but, like, you know, Shadow of... Not Shadow of all the Shadow... Oh, gosh. Why do I know forgetting... How am I hyped for it if I don't even remember what it's called? Shadow, Shadow of, of War. Shadow of War. Shadow of War. Shadow of War or sequel. <laughs> see, like, I'm trying to, like, not see too much of this game, even though there's already, like, extended previews. I don't even know what the title is. So... <laughs> Like I'm fine with Red Dead Two not hitting this year. Like if it comes out within the first six months, or I don't know, it might even get pushed further than that. Then I'm fine with it. Yeah, because uh, I could. Because the thing about Red Dead is like I can see it coming. Like if it doesn't hit the fall date, it'll probably be spring. Spring, like between April and like. Or it gets pushed all the way to like when the original, um, not original, Red Dead Redemption was released, like in May or June. Yeah, like I said, I can see that being a summer game. Like if it doesn't yeah. hit the fall release. It, it, which we're we're well, I'm hoping for a trailer. If a gameplay trailer, it can't be a story cinematic trailer. If it's a story cinematic trailer, it'll be like, okay, this is great. We're seeing more progress of the game, but like, there's no gameplay in this. And then what's the point? Because like, I'm really liking that. Like, especially active companies like Activision, they're having the gameplay reveals. Because like, even though we know Call of Duty comes out like clockwork, and but like games like Destiny Two, it's great that we're getting a gameplay reveal because now I know like you know the game's further along. It's actually gonna hit. But I'm I'm pretty sure they want Activision wants Bungie to hit you know the date and that's there's like no exceptions to that because you know Destiny Two needs to happen this year and uh, which is going to be great because I'm actually really hyped for that gameplay trailer of Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, so we'll see. But like you know the day at, like the day after a Red Dead Two trailer hits that has like gameplay and everything, somebody's going to remix it with the Westworld theme song. Oh yeah, oh, that would be uh, very. <laughs> that would make quite the video. It's gonna happen. Yeah, probably. I'll be disappointed if it doesn't. I'm surprised. Maybe if someone hasn't done that for the original Red Dead, uh, for Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, look, there's just gonna be so much crossover stuff with <laughs> Westworld and Red Dead too. Well, it'll be hard not to think about. It. And then, like, even though there's no Westworld connections, we're gonna make our online characters. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's the reason why you gotta play. I mean, even if you don't play a single player, you at least gotta play the online. So we can play Westworld. West- play some Westworld online. Yeah, that's what we're gonna treat it as. We're playing Westworld online, like it's an MMO. <laughs> just run around, just messing everything up. No, that's better than the VR experience. <laughs> oh boy. But um, yeah, no, it's like that other VR game. Because remember we talked about this one, that sports bar VR game. Yeah, the Sports Bar VR. Hustle Kings? No, not that. Not Hustle Kings. No, it's called Sports Bar VR. I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or Bar Games. Something like that. And they said the neat thing is that you're virtually in a bar, and then you can, like, wear the... You wear the... uh, When you wear your helmet, and the other people wear their helmets, like, in the game, you're just seeing these floating helmets. So, like, when they turn their heads, you can see them turn their heads, and, like, as soon as you have the move control in your hand, you can, like, wave to people across the bar. This is online, right? Yeah, this is online. You play online with real people. Oh, do we, like, when I get a VR, we need to play this game. So, yeah, we play this game, and you can, like, wave at each other, and you can turn the mics on so you can talk, and then you just move your head, and you can move your uh, hands, your little floating hands, your little floating head. Can you still be in the party when you're in a VR headset? I would, I would assume so. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> asking the deep questions here. You know, like, when I get my VR, I'm going to go deep in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna explore as much as I can about VR. You're you got it. You're just like okay, I, I got it. But like, I'm gonna go everywhere I can with this thing. It's just because the thing like, about the thing about VR is like I love my VR. It's just the thing is I have to be. 
setting it up. I have yeah, I have to be in the mood for it. And I need to set it up um, because I had a weird way all my stuff was wired behind my TV. It was kind of cluttered, and I actually did clean it up over this past week. So now the the little uh, processor box is now in an easier to place spot to where my wires can mm-hmm. run easier. Yeah. So like it's a cleaner now. So now I can more easily, you know, set up my VR if I needed to. Right. So hopefully that will get me to um, play more VR because, like I said, Farpoint's coming out this week, and I'm going to be playing that uh, once I get it because um, I'm going to get it at some point this week so that way I can try out the aim control and all that. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a lot of fun. But speaking of VR games and stuff, here's a VR game that me and you need to get once you get your Okay. Um, it was announced this week that there's this game called um, – how do you say that? It's no. I was thinking that was the whole title because I was reading the headline. It was weird. It's the game is called Arizona Sun Sunshine. Okay. It is a virtual reality zombie shooter, releasing digitally for PlayStation VR in June of 2017. Uh, it released on PC back in 2006. Uh, released on PC in December 2016, and the game is described as a full feature game that puts you in the middle of a zombie apocalypse as if you were there. Uh, Arizona Sunshine includes a solo campaign, co-op campaign, an endless multiplayer horde mode for up to four players. Holy shit! In the campaign, yeah, in the like campaign, all zombies in VR. Yeah, in the campaign, you'll explore uh, southwestern America in the search of other humans. It says you can freely explore your surroundings using either teleportation or locomotion movement, whichever suits your VR tastes. <laughs> whichever suits your VR. Well, yeah, we don't want the teleportation. Yeah, the tele. Yeah, I, I like the oh, idea of motion. Yeah, teleportation. Uh, it says uh, control options include DualShock Four, PS VR aim control, or PS Move controls. It says hmm. using the PS VR aim control or move control will allow you to handle your weapons, gear, and consumables with real life movements. Anticipate attacks, manage ammo, and aim down the sights to blast your enemies to undead pieces. Hmm. Um, so this game sounds really, really cool. <laughs> It does. What was the reception on, on PC? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's weird. I, I mean, it sounds neat. I don't care. But, I mean, I mean the game, it said, I don't know. It just said it came out on PC in 2016, and it grossed uh, $1.4 million in its first month, so people were buying it. Hmm. Okay. So, All right. I'll be on the lookout. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the reception to it was, but, it is, yeah, it does look really cool. Noted. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to check this out, especially if you get a VR too, so you can play this online. Um, killing zombies and going to bars. <laughs> we just play that game, and then when we're done playing, we switch over to the bar game. So we just virtually be in a bar. You can even in that bar game, you can like virtually drink beer too. Like there's beer <laughs> on the counter. Like I'm serious. Like there's bar, there's bottles of beer on the on the counter. You can like pick it up with with your controller and lift it to your head and then put it down. There's like there's like a little bit missing. So it's like you drink oh, some. Yeah. Yeah. My most curiosity game, like, I want to get Robinson the Journey. <laughs> Even though that game looks boring, like... like I, well, the thing about Robinson is that I think by that point, you get a VR, the novelty of that game is going to wear off. Because the big, the big point about that game when it first came out was, like, it was a free-moving VR game. You know, it, yeah. was, like, it was like the first one to do that. Yeah. Um. Where the rat, like everything before that was kind of like on rails or like teleporting. That was the first one where it was like, no, you just walk and move like a regular game. So that novelty is kind of gone. So really the only thing Robson has over other VR games right now is that it's just graphically superior. Yeah, like it's running on Crytek. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I was always curious about that one, and you were like, "Yeah, I don't want to get." But I mean, that was because it was like a full price game, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was it was full price, and it's kind of like a love it hated game. So it's just like I just didn't want to drop that much money and just be kind of like. Yeah, that was like one of the first VR games to get like uh, critics reviews all over the place. Like you had some people that really liked it, and then people that just like, oh, exactly. So kind of like, eh. And I mean, but they at least there was Resident Evil Seven was really good with VR. Um, then we got Four Point this week. Uh, what was that? Uh, was it Bloodstar mm. Arena came out like a couple weeks back? Yes, I hear that one's really good. I haven't tried that one yet. I actually heard a good things about that one. Yeah, I hear that one's really good. I haven't tried that one yet. Um, so I mean, there's some good VR content, you good know, VR content. coming out and in the pipeline. Because like I said, I'm really looking forward to Farpoint this week. I'm really looking forward to that zombie game. Arizona Sunshine looks sounds really cool. How much does it cost? Um, for the zombie game, um, they didn't sit, they didn't give a price point, but they just did note that it, when it launched on PC, it was forty dollars when it launched on PC. So, oh, I don't know. so I would expect forty. So I don't know. Expect forty at the most for it on 60. on. And right now it says digital only, so there won't be like a physical copy to go out and buy. Physical copies going away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but me, even forty dollars, I'd probably buy this one. This one looks neat enough. I would I would put the forty dollars to try it. I would probably lay down the request to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you maybe get scared. Wait, wait, well, I should wa- request to watch you play Resident Evil 7. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder if like they'll have a mode where like you can request to watch something in VR, and if you have a VR, you can watch it in VR. Yeah, but the lag and stuff, I don't know. <laughs> so much lag. It's VR on top of VR. <laughs> I mean, that could be a possibility, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what's it like even when you're, like, viewing content on VR to, like, a live stream? Uh, I don't know. I've watched, I, I mean, I try no, because, I mean, I've tried watching, like, YouTube videos in VR through the YouTube app thing, and it's just, yeah. the streaming quality isn't that great, so it's just, like, it's neat, but, like, it just doesn't, the quality's just not there. So, oh yeah, there's like uh, the 360 degree videos that look like shit. Yeah, so it's just like regardless of where you're watching it, not, it's not like a PSVR specific thing. Yeah. It's like no matter where you watch it, regardless if you watch it like on an 8K monitor, even if someone's saying like, "Oh, well, I got 8K 360 VR." Oh, that's great, but it still looks like garbage. Yeah, I mean, you how can you say you have 8K VR? It depends on it's, what headset you have. I don't think any of the headsets output in 8K. Yeah. Your monitor is not going to affect your VR. Headset quality. Does anybody even have an 8K monitor to begin with? Yeah, I think Samsung makes some 8K monitors. I just don't know if anyone owns one, but I do know they do. <laughs> people are trying to get the even 4K, people. Well, you're already going double? Leave me alone. I'm trying to even just get the 4K right now. Just barely. But, I don't know. Yeah. But speaking of which, um, wasn't it like even before a little small hiatus that um, Sony did announce that, you know, PlayStation VR is doing well? Yeah, PlayStation VR is million, About a million units or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Well, they gave some numbers. They didn't, they weren't like, oh, it's doing fine. They actually gave us uh, some concrete details. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's doing good. It's doing good. Uh, I just don't, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't have that one in my notes, so I can't tell you the exact number. Well, we're just noting that. It's yeah, doing fine. It's doing fine. It's like that checkup on someone. Is that person doing okay? It's doing okay. <laughs> well, it's just because, you know, VR really isn't a main point of contention among 
many gamers really at the current moment. Yeah. You know, we're so inclined to just just play standard games right now, which is fine. You know, that's where we go to most of the time. Yeah. But, um, you know, just uh, kind of going into the VR market right now. Yeah. Even though there was been some ramblings, with, especially with Oculus and, you know, them shutting down, what, their storytelling team or something like that? Something like that. Like, they're already... They're already kind of letting go people at Oculus already, but you I don't working know. on the Oculus project. <laughs> Octopus. Octopus. <laughs> Not Oculus. Octopus. Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is Octodad on the Oculus? It should be. Octodad. I know. Was Jin Yang making an Octodad port on He's the Oculus when he was working on Octodad port? <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever it was, it generated him a lot of money. Yeah. 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 So, uh, do we have any more questions this week? We should answer. Oh, we do have one more. Cool. Because it's just I have so. It's like the thing is, we've just been off for so long. It's like I just don't even know where to go. As far as okay, well, this is probably a good one because this was actually probably to me the biggest thing of actually this past week. So this is probably probably good. Um, Eric. Which is E R E C, which I don't think that's correct, but that's the way he put it. <laughs> You're saying um, his name is incorrectly spelled. I, I mean, is there an Eric where it's spelled E R E C? I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Like, I can see that. Like, just I'm doubting it's, his name. It's his E-Rec, own name. Like, 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 like when you hit the record button. <laughs> e record. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I see. I I get Eric out of it. Eric, E record, E record. Whoever you are, um, basically he outlines uh, Mass Effect's future in Bioware's. Oh dear God! One yeah. of these again? Yeah, we're going to this again. Uh, because you know the big thing this week um, about um, basically EA um, <laughs> Captain America. Um, Mass Effect and putting it in an ice right now. And then um, Bioware's new IP, which I kind of forgot, or or is this was this even in people's knowledge yeah, about I mean, they, Bioware? They, they, they acknowledge that they are working on a new IP, but it was never like, at the forefront of any like attention. Until now. Until now. Um, Dylan, <laughs> which is a nice name. Mm-hmm. But, um... So, you know, because I really have no opinion on Mass Effect and Andromeda, but, like, what, having, you you having played the game for at least some period of time. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this? Like, you know, like, this is very, it, it, here's the odd thing, because, um, at least from my, from my point of view, that ever since that, like, initial, um, not really, there was, like, a couple of blog posts about, like, you know, their outlining of, like, everything of what they were going to do for Mass Effect and Andromeda. And then for like a couple of weeks, they Bioware just like went dark, like completely dark. I think. And then it was up until this, you know, the one point zero six patch, and then with the changes of the cutscenes, and then that's when everything started coming out. And I was like, oh man, I knew that like ever since you know they were silent that like something was up, you know. Yeah, the, the thing is like I just don't understand why <laughs> Bioware needed to like. Well, this was never like a, this, was, this was never officially announced, or this was, like just a report. Uh, it was a report, really. So it was never like officially like a statement from EA or Bioware saying, 
Well, there wasn't like you know a letter, but I mean, this is kind. Of, I mean, it is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was reported well, from VA, well, so it, it is, is basically official. But well, yeah, it's, it's basically official. Not. But like, I'm just saying, like, if this was like an official statement from Bioware or EA, my 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 response would be like, why would you have to say this? You know? Oh yeah. Um, but since it's just a report coming out, then it's more like people are just trying to dig for something. Um, because I mean, the thing is about this report mm. is that it's saying that the, the the franchise is on hold, it's grounded, or whatever. Yeah, know? right. And it's like, oh yeah, I see what you mean. And it's one of those things where, like, you, like, if this was, like, as a report, fine. People were digging, they found it's not fine. But, like, yeah, EA or Bioware didn't need to, don't have to even report on this. Because, because to me, like, when Mass Effect and Drama came out, they never said, I don't think they ever said this was supposed to be the start of a new trilogy or anything, right? They just kind of said Yeah, because people got that so mixed up with the initial thing of the original Mass Effect where, you know, the director at the time, Casey Hudson, when he worked at Bioware, said that, you know, the intention was to make it a trilogy. But, um... People have claimed that someone at Bioware had stated that with the start of... Oh, like, Andromeda was the start of a new trilogy. Um, but I struggle to find anything where anybody at Bioware has ever said that. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing, though. I don't think Andromeda was ever said... Yeah, I don't know if someone, trilogy. like, edited, like, a Wikia thing <laughs> to Bio, to Mass Effect where, like, you know, like, put false information out there or something about that. But I struggle to find where any Bioware employee has said on the record about, like, hey, this is the start of a new trilogy. Yeah. So I think that's kind of why people are digging into this is because they assume, like, oh, this is Mass Effect drama. It's the start of a new trilogy. So, like, they're expecting, you know, a new Mass Effect in, like, two years. You know, like, two years from now, we would get, like, the sequel to Andromeda. Yeah. And that's not what I was expecting, you know, like... Yeah, even from the beginning, even with me, too, because, yeah, the fact that they didn't even state that from the get-go. Yeah, like, I didn't... I didn't... Like, I, I wasn't expecting another Mass Effect, you know, like, anytime mm. soon. Like, I, I figured this would be, like, kind of it. Yeah, regardless of critical... Regar- uh, yeah, regard- regardless of criti- yeah. critical reception or whatever, like, I always or figured... reception, yeah. Yeah, I figured this would be it. Like, Andromeda would come out, and we probably wouldn't get another one this generation until maybe the very end. Mm. You know, like, the very end of the PS4 life cycle, we get maybe one more Mass Effect. Even though we're already a little bit more... Mm. Oh gosh, this is another discussion entirely. Like, how far are we into the PS4 then? Like, more than halfway? We're. I would. Oh, get into this. Oh gosh. You want to get into tangent on this real quick? Because there is a report that ties into this. Uh, uh, okay. Well, uh, no. Okay. No. Just proceed. Proceed. <laughs> proceed with what? <laughs> like uh, where Mass Effect would possibly. We'll go put a pin in that PS4 thing for a second, and let's let's just talk about Mass Effect, and then we'll come My back bad. to that. Yeah. Um. So for Mass Effect, yeah, like I didn't really expect another one anytime soon. Like, because Bioware, like we like we just said, Bioware never stated this was the beginning of a trilogy. This was just a, the next step for Mass Effect, the next entry in Mass Effect or whatever. Um, right. So I wasn't expecting a sequel anytime soon, but I yeah, guess me. people were. People were expecting, you know, this is the beginning of a trilogy. Oh yeah, because traditionally, going from tradition, yeah, traditionally, yeah. So a lot of people were expecting in two years. So in you know twenty nineteen, whatever, we have the next Mass Effect game, and I didn't expect that. And this is basically confirming. What I thought was that there really wasn't a plan for an immediate sequel to it. And now it's just kind of like now Bioware is just like, okay, they've kind of seen the reception to Andromeda. Now they're kind of saying, okay, well, <laughs> now we don't really need a fast track sequel. Like we can just take a break from this franchise for a while, focus on our yeah. IP, and then maybe come back to it, you know, later when we're potentially, more, you know, when more time has gone by and there's more, you know, advancement technology we can stay, take this further. Cause it's like, same thing with like Dragon Age. I mean, Dragon Age Inquisition came out, what? Three years ago now, the game was released in 2014. 2014, yeah. So we're about almost three years away from release uh, from when that game came out, 
And, uh, you know, there's no rumblings of a new Dragon Age. There's no immediate need for another Dragon Age right now. Would I love a new Dragon Age? Of course I would. But, like, I don't feel the... <laughs> I mean, but I don't feel the... I don't feel like they need to make one or there there needs to be one, you know, out within the next year or two, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's just prioritizing, you know? It's just uh, Bioware wants to work, focus on this new IP. They want to, you know, kind of take some time before they come back to Mass Effect and, you know, so it's whatever. Yeah. Now, I can understand why people might, you know, would read into it a bit much because, you know, due to the reception of Andromeda, which, you know, um, has been mixed. Um, you know, you have people that do like the, enjoy the game quite a bit and then some people that just uh, really don't like the game. Um, so, you know, I mean, I just find it to be a very quick turnaround, you know, of events in that way, you know, to say to a franchise like the, like Mass Effect to just say, you know, it's put on hold, which, you know, we did expect, like you did say, and it, it's fine, you know, especially I forgot about this new IP or, you know, or now it's brought to the forefront, they, they are working on something new. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd rather opt for something new from Bioware rather than a sequel to Andromeda right now. Um, so I'm, I'm much more excited for that. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but um, like you said, given the more time and then uh, perceivably effort um, that, you know, if Mass Effect does come back within, well, you're not seeing Mass Effect probably for the rest of this decade, so um, somewhere in the 2020s, uh, we see um, the return of Mass Effect, I guess. That's unfortunate when you kind of think about it, though, in a way. But, yeah, maybe. But I mean, I do like the Mass Effect franchise, but like, I'm willing to let it go for a while, you know? Right. Because we, we got Andromeda, and uh, whether you like it or not, <laughs> it's here. It's been here. And um, I guess that's something to chew on, I guess. Or just replay the games, the original trilogy, I guess. Um, but hey, Bioware is only human after all. No. So don't put the blame. Okay, yeah, you were gonna. It took. Me it down. took. It took me a second. <laughs> you, oh, yes. You were gonna stop me there, weren't you? You were like, okay, stop. stop. <laughs> you know, I had to insert that there somewhere. Uh, Come on. Yeah. Uh, it's an unironic song to put it with the game. Oh, but yeah. um. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> but no, as for the future of Bioware, I guess you know, even the answer is the other part. You got Project Dylan. Bioware is fine. Okay. Bioware is fine. They have a bit of a bump in the road with this game. We'll see where they come up from from this, you know? Yeah. They're fine. They're not going out of business. Well, we had that one person, right, that say, as if they're going out of business. Like, no. Like, they're... No. No. <laughs> no people have this weird yeah. idea in their head when a game, like, flops or something. It's just, like, instantly the company's just done. Well, I can understand if it's, like, a company's first game. I mean, if it's, like, No Man's Sky situation. Right? But if it's with a world-renowned developer like Bioware, I mean, is one game really going to, you know... Turn everything. Well, it might for a, for a bit. I mean, we already saw the results of it this week. But was it really gonna like devastate everybody? No. No. 
Oh, but wait, we forgot to note that that team is moved on to Battlefront 2. Yes, uh, they're contributing to Battlefront 2. Yeah, which is interesting. Yes. Ooh, man, Battlefront 2. Okay, that is definitely one of my hype games of the year. Like, if Red Dead 2 is not hitting this year... The sequels to games from 2014 that really didn't hit... Well, wait a minute, Battlefront came in 2015. Really excited for some of these sequels this year. Sequels? Really excited. But anyways, proceed. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> proceed. Proceed. Yeah. No, I was trying to find that article I found. Uh, oddly enough, it was in my notes. There's an article from a couple weeks back that mm-hmm. said um, some like analysts were, were predicting that uh, Sony was going to release the their uh, next-gen console in late 2018. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, dude, the fact that you've got a PS4 Pro already. Yeah. I mean, no, like, late 2018 really isn't... I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, that would be... Um, five years. Yeah, five years PS- after PS4. And it's like, no. <laughs> like it's not it's not time for that, you know. Like a lot of people are pointing out, it just seems like this this con- this generation is like finally kind of hitting its stride. Yeah, we're getting there with games, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like we we don't need another console right now. Yeah, I know, and um, I, I don't even want to want to shake the fathom of Harmonix possibly even putting another game on that console, seeing as how they barely just put out everything on PS4. <laughs> For Rock Band, so like I don't even want them to migrate to PS5, if that's even a thing. Look, man, I mean this Scorpio, whatever the hell it's gonna be. Well, we already know what it is, but um, however it turns out, you know, and you know this E3 presentation is really important for it to really see its its purpose because um, as great as the system sounds, right? Like, where's the games? Yeah. But the thing about Scorpio is that, like, because a lot of people are, like, trying to, like, you know, one of the things they're, they're, they're bringing out to, like, support this this theory is that, like, oh, Scorpio will, will like, make Sony do a PS5, like, to compete. Make but, like, Sony. Make Sony compete. But, like, the problem is, like, the way Microsoft plans on marketing to Scorpio is, like, they're, they're not marketing it as the next-gen system. They're marketing it as this, like, high-end system that can play your Xbox One games. You know, like, there's no Scorpio-only games. Um, wait a minute. Are you sure about that? Yeah, that's what they said. They just said, like, they would put out games that have Scorpio support. Yeah, there's no Scorpio-only titles. Yeah, they would just put out games that have Scorpio support, and the only game right now we know that has it is Shadow of War. Shadow is the only game that straight up said we will have Scorpio support at launch. That is true. So, like, everything else we don't really know. Because that's the thing, because that's what they said. Like, the second... Or maybe not Microsoft, but like other people sending comments and stuff. Like the second they put out a Scorpio only game, it becomes a new system. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I always thought. That's what that's what I always thought it was kind of kind of smart in a way that it's a next gen system without necessarily pushing next gen. Like they could put this out; it has all this power, and they just keep putting out. You just keep playing your Xbox One games, and current ones you have will get the extra boost or whatever. But like in a year or two from now, they'll put out a game that's like, oh, this game's a little more than what. We expect so it will only work on Scorpio. Then they have to start putting it like on the box, like Scorpio only or Scorpio only game. So like it's a thing where like you own an next gen console, but you don't really fully use it until like a year or two from now. In a way, it's like investing, future proofing, future proofing in a way. So 
the only problem with that with that strategy is, you know, they put out a Scorpio this year. You start playing your games like Shadow War or whatever, and yes, you get your nice boosts. Seeing it like, oh look, we can, you know, we can play, you know, this game and this game, and then like, and then you know, they wait about a year or two to put out uh, a Scorpio only game. Like, let's say it's Halo Six or whatever, you know, and it's like graphically advanced and it only work on Scorpio because of its capabilities. Like, this only works on Scorpio. So now it's like, oh shit, now you need to get Scorpio because now you need to play these new games. So if you bought one two years ago, you're fine. If you haven't bought one yet, you know, by that point, it's been on the market long enough where they can do bundles or whatever. Um, the only problem is, in two years, when they when they get ready to start making Scorpio-only games, Sony will probably be putting out a PS5 or getting it ready. And at that point, they'll have two years on Microsoft to make a more powerful console. Potentially. Yeah, potentially, because I mean, the Scorpio have been out for two years, and they can see all the specs and be like, "All right, just add a plus one to all that," you know. Mm. So, like in two years, you know, when Sony is ready to put out a PS5, um, they can just up, they can just you know improve upon whatever Scorpio specs are, and then Microsoft can't put out another system because the whole point of Scorpio is to be future proof. You know. Well, what if remarkably that Scorpio's already been out there for a while, and then by the time PS5 hits, that maybe a year later, Microsoft was on another system. See, but that's the point. That goes against the whole marketing of what Scorpio's supposed to be. Scorpio's supposed to be this future-proof console where it's like this is the console, you'll, the one console you'll ever need, or some shit. You know, like you can't say that. You can't say this is the one game console you'll ever need. Like it, it, it's, nothing could be because I hate that term, future-proof. Nothing is future-proof. All right. Because the the way computers work now, it's just yeah. so yeah. Like oh, they got computers that don't have like old computers that didn't have Wi-Fi in it. This is future proof. This is the only laptop you'll ever need, and then like Wi-Fi gets invented. It's like oh shit, these laptops don't support Wi-Fi. Okay, now that's really old. But <laughs> what we did look. I'm just saying, yeah, know, though, like it's technology changing. Yeah, like you know, it's like already my PS. Even like even my PS4 Pro, it's not it's not the only console I need. Obviously, I have an Xbox One S for what 4K Blu-rays. So like my PS4 Pro can't do all I want it to do. You know. Well, remember that was what um, Xbox One and the Wii U wanted to do. Yeah, they wanted like, oh, we're a gaming <laughs> console. We don't need all these extra apps and stuff. But like, I don't. But I mean. You know, and that's weird because, like, that's what Microsoft's thing was with the Xbox One. It's like, this is the one console you need, like, for all your entertainment purposes. And it's like, okay. And then when I got my PS4, it's like, all right, this is fine. But then when I want to switch over to 4K, it was like, oh, shit, I want to play 4K Blu-rays. And even with the 4 Pro, I couldn't do it. So it's like, shit, I need a 4K Blu-ray player. And the Xbox One's the same price as a 4K Blu-ray player. So it's like, I might as well get this. Yeah. So it's like that. And, like I said, Microsoft can't say they're putting a future-proof console. You just can't say that because you don't know what technology is going to be like, you know, two years from Even now. Even a year. Even a year from now, you don't know because, like I said, look at what happened with the movies. Same thing. Sony puts out a thing like, oh, this is a future-proof console. And then a year later, there's this 4K, con- this 4K Blu-ray drive that it doesn't support, you know? Awkward. 4K media, exactly. So it's kind of the same thing with the Scorpio. Like, they can't – because we know Scorpio is coming out this year. But, like I said, if it comes out this year – and, I mean, because we know the positive the PS5 is not coming out this year. Like, even if Sony did put out a PS5 next year in 2018, like this, like this, like this analyst is trying to say, even if so, that's still a whole year of development where they can top whatever Scorpio is, you know? Possibly. I mean, the R&D is per- should be pretty far if that's even hypothetically. Well, they, well, they should. Then the dev kits. Let's not forget about the Yeah, dev kits. in theory, okay, they can in theory at least match it within a year. That's right. At in least theory, match at least match it. But then, you know, we haven't even had anything leaked, though. 
I know. That's what makes me think that this that there's no way the PS5 is coming out next year. There's because no if, where's the leaks? Where's the um the leaks, the, the code the names, kids, the codes? You know, like no, I think earliest we're getting a PS5 would be like 2019. Yeah, actually, that's um, just absolute earliest. Holiday 2019. Yeah, holiday 2019. Yeah, and preferably I would. I know. Preferably, I would probably maybe go twenty twenty. But gosh, remember the days when um, we had uh, the competing consoles come out close to each other. Yeah, it's all weird because, like, well, the, Nintendo was the one that started this whole like weird. Thing. Yeah, they were the one that's uh, because, like, because, like, well, no, because what happened was the other consoles came out around the same time, like PS two and Xbox and all that. But then the Xbox three hundred and sixty came out a whole year before the PS three. Then the P- yeah, then, and then, then the PS3 and Wii came out really close. Two days, to two days apart. God. That's well, PS3. I mean, remember the original GameCube, I think, and PS2 came out around same time. similar times, right? Was it like two weeks? I think it was like a two-week spread of the mm-hmm. GameCube sure. and the original PS2. I'm not sure. Yeah, but oh, I remember, I was... yeah, PS3 was on Friday and the Wii was on Sunday. Oh. Um, but, you know, I was going way back. Way back. Um. But yeah, and then that was just another situation where like there was a year gap between the Xbox and the PlayStation, and then obviously we saw with the PS3. The PS3 was actually too powerful, mm-hmm. to where it was over over expensive, and developers didn't want to even develop for it because it was just too much. Let's see. Wait, um, P- PS2 came out um, October twenty sixth. Okay, wait, about like a month. A month. Still close. because like the GameCube came out at, like the week after nine eleven. Mm. So, and then um, PS2, it came out, like, um, late October. Mm. So, it's still relatively close. Yeah, still close. But not as close as the Wii and the PS3. Yeah, the Wii and the PS3, and then... <laughs> God, that's know. ridiculous. I don't even... That's freaking crazy. No wonder the PS3 had a little bit of a loss. But then, you got, but then you got to think, too, guess what? Um, it's like, uh, the, the... What, Nintendo put out two consoles within the PS4 and Xbox One life cycle? Almost? Yeah. <laughs> almost, 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 because the Wii U came out in 2012, and then the PS4 and, and Xbox One came out in 2013, so a year after the Wii U. But now well, yeah, we were still... getting rumblings in 2012, but then it was odd, you know, in 2013, you know, the same year, you know, they announced the consoles and then put out the consoles. Yeah, all in one year. Yeah. Um, and then we got we uh, Switch this year. Oh, Switch. Switch. Like the... Switch. 20... 2017, five Well, years. like the presentation thing. Switch, Switch it on to you. You know, uh, the thing that totally didn't sell me, but now I'm a little bit more sold on the Switch, but since yeah. you do have it. Yeah, I do have a Switch now. What's your friend... Oh, yeah, put out your friend code. Just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't even know what my friend code is. I haven't even looked at it. Oh, my God. I mean, you bought something in the store... You have an account. Yes, I have an account, but I didn't even know what my friend code is. <laughs> you bought something on the store. Well, that's the thing. Like, because technically, online play is free right now, and it's like I'm not using it. Yeah, and, it's like, free right I, now. That 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 thing is not out yet. It should be. I'm out not. Uh, yeah, that's the problem though. When it does come out, I'm not going to pay for it. Really? Not even to get that free game temporarily? I mean, <laughs> temporarily. <laughs> it has to be a really good game, like something I want. I mean, it's going to be pro- hopefully a game people want, and hopefully it's a good game. I mean, it's Nintendo. That'll I mean, be, no, that would be the new thing people complain about. Like, instead of complaining about Plus, they'll complain about whatever Nintendo's thing is. Every oh, month. God. It, it, this is only one game. This game better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, if you want already the, the dislike bar on the PlayStation Plus video, well, actually, wait, the dislike squad didn't come because the games this month were actually pretty good. 
I mean, you, it was Borderlands and Abzu? Yes. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, the dislike bar wasn't that bad for it. Yeah. People yeah. liked People like it. Borderlands, man. People... Tell Borderlands great. Well, for some reason, they didn't pick it up for when it was like, what, three, three bucks season pass. And then, oh, my God, dude, I saw wait in this sale is going on. Actually, I think right now, and I hope you post this episode by the time people get listed, maybe get on this. I think the order is like three bucks. Yeah. Right now. Like, come on. Like, if you're going to complain, like that gives out free out plus. It's $3, man. It's it's the price of like a rock band song. uh, Just the price of a Rocksmith song. Get it. (laughs) Come on. I mean, yeah, that price, the order 1886 is fair. Like, you're basically, you know, you won't feel bad about it. That's how much you would pay to go rent at Redbox. Red or Redbox, exactly. That or. But you get it installed on your system. You don't have to worry about, well, wait a minute. It won't take you that long to beat it, but. It'll probably take you longer to download and install it than it'll take you to finish it. You're not wrong about that. That's the, <laughs> we're not even exaggerating. But um, but yeah, for anybody that's still hung up on the order, like it's still like a game to play, to know about, to you play. know? <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a great review quote like to put on the box. A game to play. Like, just to play. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm coming. I'm coming up really basic. The PSBS is gonna have our 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 quote on there. The PSBS describes this as a game to play. <laughs> it has like that you know how rusty <laughs> I am at my like analysis like, <laughs> on podcasting. Like it's a game to I'm play. I'm still waiting for you know Ubisoft to announce that Uno Game of the Year edition and has our uh, quote on it. So yeah, so my favorite game of uh, 2016. <laughs> Definitely the game I played most in 2016. <laughs> didn't play it that much. We haven't played it that much. We're probably going to have to get back on that one. Yeah. Uh, you're free. Yeah, man. Uno Game of the Year Edition from the PSBS. That's it. That's or I want to share play some... Uh, oh, wait. We can't even really share play. <laughs> you can share play to me. I can't share play to you. Wait. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I want you to play some uh, uh, Lego Star Wars. Yeah, it's such a long game. Huh? such a long game. There's just so much to do in that game. For, yeah, for only one movie. Oh my god! Wait until Lego Star Wars: The Last Jedi comes out. <laughs> I wonder if how come they haven't announced that game yet? Yeah. Oh wait, well, that's yeah. until after the movie. Comes It'll be out, after right? the movie. I wonder if though for Last Jedi they'll announce like Rogue One DLC pack or something, just so we can get something from Rogue One. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I, I, that'd be cool. Like have the anthology movie be with like the episode game. You know? Yeah. So like, like once so we like, get episode nine, we get the Han Solo DLC. Movie. DLC. Yeah. Oh, I hope by the time that Last Jedi movie comes out, we get a freaking title for that. I'm getting tired of calling it the Untitled Han Solo movie. I'm getting tired of it. It's really annoying. Um, yeah, we need we need a title for it. Come on, figure it out. The Han on, Solo uh, solo film. Well, with uh, given those credit. Uh, Phil and Chris, I won't be surprised. <laughs> but I don't know if Disney or Lucasfilm will approve of that title. <laughs> Given that it's going to be marketed all over the world. <laughs> Han so. Solo. It's going to be called uh, what is it? A Star Wars Story Han Solo or something like that. I mean, it's got to have Han Solo on the title, right? Uh, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I, I I I don't know. For me, I hate when movies um have, have the name. It's of just the, the name of the character as the title. What Indiana well, Jones? Out, out, outside, Jones? okay, outside <laughs> of like obvious things like Disney movies or something like Aladdin, po- Pocahontas, Pocahontas. You like, got problems with Pocchio? Pinocchio, Pinocchio, like Rocket Ralph. You got a problem with Rocket Ralph? Well, technically, well, I don't know. Well, no, I'm bringing up an example because I saw a commercial for a movie today, and and I I was like, wait, that was the best you can come up with title wise. King Arthur? No. (laughs) King Arthur? No. Um, Dude, there's a lot of movies that are based off the title character. No, but this one had this one like there's no point. It was with um, I saw a commercial for today. It was with uh, shit. What's her name from um. The the, the 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 new that most recent Fantastic Four. The recent Fantastic Four. Oh, so Kate Mara. Yes, her. Okay, she, so she's got a new movie. She's got a new movie where like it comes out like in June where she's like with the dog. Like, yeah, with the dog in the army and like the dog gets her. She gets her and then she retires, but she wants to take the dog with her and they won't let her. And this is big like legal battle because she wants to get custody of the dog or whatever. I was like, yeah. whatever, but the, the title of the movie is like just her name, Megan Livy or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. and I'm like, cool. I'm like, you really couldn't come up with a better name for the movie than that. I like, mean, at least with like, uh, like Chris Kyle, we got American Sniper. It's not called Chris Kyle and what? American Sniper or something like. Well, I mean, I think that's like what the book is called. But yeah, that's like what the book is called. With, with, like, you know, American Sniper. But like, yeah, like they really couldn't come up with anything for the for a title for this movie than just nah, the, just her name. That, that, like, it's that bland. Like, is that like that's not even the name of the dog? Like, I can understand if it was the name of the dog, but like it's just Max. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the name like Max. But like, no, it's just her name. Like, what? Like, it doesn't <laughs> convey anything. Like, I. You want to go see that movie, Megan Livy? <laughs> oh, because I talk about all the yeah. time about like, hey, what do you want to go see this weekend? <laughs> like, see that's, exactly. That's yeah, like I that's your that that's your test. That's your test for movie titles. Exactly. Just, like, you ask it as a question. Exactly. Well, even though I, nobody generally goes, well, I have people that kind of go with me to the movies, but not really. You're like, but you walk up to the ticket booth. I want one ticket for Megan Livy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, that I'm fandangoing because I do not want to go up and say that. <laughs> you don't want to say that? I want to see that dog movie where the is, is the dog's name Megan? No, that's not. That's not. No, what? It's so confusing. Oh god, that was just it. Just that commercial just struck me so hard this morning when I saw it. I was like, really? They couldn't come up with anything else to name this movie. Yeah, and I'm actually hearing that that movie's not really good anyway. So why well, didn't expect it to be? <laughs> <laughs> Kate Mara can't play in a good movie other than The Martian. Mm, no, well, mm, no, no, not really. No, see, I, th- I, I think that's the thing about it. Like, I think I was always with like between her and her sister, like which which movie to be in the dumbest movie possibly in. But like, at least her sister is in better movies. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, then again, like her sister was in Pan. <laughs> James Hook. <laughs> yeah. Let's forget about it. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, <laughs> I went a little tangent there. Well, I mean, we did with the PlayStation and the movie titles. Movie titles, stupid movie titles. I mean, it's like you know, we got crazy game titles too. Oh yeah, of course we do. Let's not forget. 
Oh, what was that one? Um, what's that free to play one? That big one? That was it called? Let it die. Let it die. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a commercial for that one the other day, and they were playing um, "I Will Survive" over it. And I'm like, you couldn't get the Foo Fighters song. Oh, oh my, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I know it took me a while. I was like, wait, which one is that one? Oh yeah, the Foo Fighters song that goes, "Why'd you have to go and let it die?" <laughs> I don't know if that one was uh, a hit enough in the Foo Fighters catalog in order to be put in the ad. <laughs> and I don't know if it qualified. Whatever. With the, with the marketing team. <laughs> this is a free-to-play game. We can't afford Foo Fighters. <laughs> no, we cannot. It's going to get some really old song. It won't be as much to, to, to license. Yeah. <laughs> What uh, what are we at? We are one hour in, so. Wow. Holy cow. Holy cow, man. Anything else you want to bring up? I don't know. I mean, just, I, think, uh... I think this is fine. I know it's not a super focused episode, but I think that's fine since we're, you know, coming off this hiatus. We're just kind of like getting back into the flow of things. We'll be maybe a bit more organized next week with news. Yeah, and we stuff. will be. Um, no, nothing really, even too much, even the realm of PlayStation, at least, um, to even be um like oh my gosh we we needed to talk about this or anything you know um software you know has kind of i mean no big software has really been released right yeah unless i mean other than mass effect andromeda but like that came out a little bit before the end of march um yeah there really hasn't been yeah there's been too many games this month um but like 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 we mentioned though far point's coming out so um hopefully by next time uh record i've played far point so I can give some impression of that. Um, so if you do have Farpoint related questions, you can start sending those in to us. Okay. Um, so yeah, Farpoint. Um, didn't play Prey yet. I have no no opinions on Prey. Oh, did you get Prey though? No, I didn't get Prey. Um, but it's, it's one I was oh, okay. considering getting. Um, but I mean, like as far as like recent games that come out, like Prey's come out, and I haven't played it, I haven't bought it. Oh yeah, Prey. Yeah, that is a recent one, big one, I guess. Um, um, did not have the smoothest of launches. No, it did not. At unfortunately, on, at least on PC. And this is where you know, um, but does does you know review policies getting a little shady? Yeah, because it was kind of like hmm. But they did give that little thing before launch about like, oh, um, we don't your trials like you know trying it out first and then doing the refund. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like okay, I guess. Yeah, because it mean, um, does look like a good game, and it is getting good reviews now that the newest patches are out. <laughs> right. You know, like, but and, it, and this is the same developer of Dishonored, right? Yeah. It's so odd. I mean. Dishonored 2, I mean, as good as it was for people, I mean, it didn't really make much of an impact, and now Prey's out, and it's not... I mean, it's out, and people are enjoying it, but I feel like, you know, there's not really too much around it. Yeah. It's kind of odd. I mean, I don't even see many people playing on my friends list. I think I have, like, one people person... People? One, one person <laughs> One playing. people. Uh, one well, people. Well, peoples is apparently a grammatical word now, and I didn't know that, and it just annoys me. Um, that uh, the specific person in place prey, mm. but it looks interesting nonetheless. I, I it looks cool. It's just uh, I don't know if it's you know something that really jumps out where you need to like really play it. Yeah, well, my thing is just time wise. I just don't have time for another game to put in my backlog right now. <laughs> well, 
I think all my time wants to be devoted to is Kingdom Hearts because that's where I'm at. There you go. Kingdom Hearts, fantastic. Buy 1.5 and 2.5 collection. Collection. There you go. Um, yeah. Like I said, I just didn't want to put too many of your games. But like I said, I do plan on getting a uh, far point, though. That's mostly because I want, you know, a new VR experience. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Alrighty. I guess, we, like I said, we'll wrap this up. Like I said, I know this has been kind of very. Like I said, not super focused. So I don't know really how much news we actually covered this week. In a little over an hour, but uh, like I said, hopefully yeah. we'll uh, keep the show more regularly scheduled and be a bit more focused on news oh, and stuff well. and everything. So, um, so yeah. With that, this has been the B- the. Oh my god, I can't even talk anymore. With that, this has been the PSBS Place of Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Pissing by Bosch. Coach here is Andreas Double is. Um, relax, have fun, school. Hopefully, for colleges around. Should be over and stuff. And, uh, yeah, have a good good rest of the day. Yep. Have a good week. Uh, Thanks for listening, and hopefully we'll see you guys next week. And... Mm -hmm.